Welcome to the Leader to Leader podcast. I'm your host, Susan Spears. Our guest today is Brooke Miller. She is the owner and team leader of Brooke Miller Real Estate with Long and Foster Realtors. Brooke, welcome to the program today. Thank you, Susan. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's great to see you. Good to see you too, finally in person. Yes, yes. Uh, Brooke is a regular around Chamber of Commerce and business activities in the Fredericksburg region. She is, of course, a graduate of Leadership Fredericksburg, and we're very proud of that and happy to have you as a leader in our community. You do a lot to give back. Um, what what inspires you, Brooke, to, to do so much? I mean, you, you're a busy mom. Um, you have a lot going on in your life, running a team, and yet doing a lot in the community. Well, the, the thing that I think has made a biggest impact on my life and wanting to be involved is growing up in that sort of environment. Uh, my mom and dad were always involved in the community, um, always involved in our church. Uh, my mom was always involved in our school, and they just set the example that that's what you do. I didn't really know mm-hmm. any different. Um, and so throughout my whole life, I've just always been involved in more and more things. Um, I think one reason why I continue to stay involved is because of the learning experience. I always want to be learning. Uh, so all through college, I tried to get involved. That helps with applying for jobs and things like that in the future. Uh, going through the military, I always try to get involved in other things. Um, and after leaving the military, getting into business, getting into the community, um, coming here, not knowing anyone, um, it creates a great opportunity to network, build relationships, meet other people, but keep our mind young and keep growing as a person. Uh, that's awesome. Really what you've described is a growth mindset. Yes. You know, and uh, that's a big kind of a buzzword in leadership discussions these days. You know, are you stuck or do you have a growth mindset? Right. You know, and it sounds like you approach life that way. Well, there's a reason why people say have a growth mindset. It's not, it's a buzzword, but it's required. Yeah. It absolutely is. So I think identifying what it is is good. It helps people understand, oh, my mindset is not growth-minded right now, that might be something I need to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think in leadership, having a growth mindset is paramount. Yeah, and so specifically with leadership, so I know you've been involved with a lot of different boards and committees in the community, but somehow, you know, some people are always on those boards and committees, which is great. You do get asked to lead them. So there's something about you and your leadership style. Uh, What makes you say yes And what do you think compels others to ask you to say yes? One of the challenges in being a leader is you're always asked. So once one demonstrates that they have leadership abilities um, and it resonates with other people, that person is asked more often uh, to lead. The beginning of my leadership here in Fredericksburg I said yes to as much as I could. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to gain experience. I wanted to meet more people. I wanted to learn more about different organizations. I've been a leader of my church preschool board of directors. So I consider that a relatively small organization. Um, And now I'm serving um, on the United Way board of directors 
um, and have some leadership roles in there. So it's, it's dramatic from one end to the other. Um, one of the biggest things I think a leader needs to realize, saying yes very often at the beginning is good, and then after a while, learning when to say no is very important. I think other leaders have respected me for saying no. And when I'm able to say, I just have too much on my plate right now and I can't take anything off of it to add this on, they understand that. Many times my no is just no, not right now. It's going to be for later. Um, But I think my personality type, based on my uh, profile for Leadership Fredericksburg, is adapter. So I think people... Um, interested in filling a leadership position, I might be more inclined to be asked simply because I can adapt to whatever environment is there, whatever, what other personalities are there in the boardroom. I'm probably an easier person to kind of fit in and understand what's going on, um, as opposed to someone with a little bit more um, uh, hardline personality, I think. Right, that adapter profile. Um, that one of the questions I was going to ask you today was about your leadership style. Yeah, you know, and and sometimes people take the right path or a different personality profile assessment. They're like, "That's not me," but it really does feel feel right. It totally to you. is me. Yeah, totally super yeah. flexible, and yeah. that means you can flex into, you know, being in front, right, when you yes. need to, but yeah. you can also follow, perhaps. That's right. So um, my leadership style as an adapter, I'm, I feel my leadership style is more of a servant leader. Um, when I was in the military, I was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. The leadership philosophy in the Navy is a little bit different than that of the Marine Corps, for example. I always found leadership in the Marine Corps to be um, more, it resonated more with me. And that is your people go first and you as the leader go last. In the Navy, it was very different. I'm the leader. I sit up front. I'm the officer. I go first. But I enjoyed that leadership style, and I um, uh, brought that into my leadership. Being an adapter, there are times where I do have to be the director, mm-hmm. and I do have to go first. Um, I do have to make the hard decisions. I do need to have conversations with people. Um, But for the most part, I'm more of that servant leader thing. So adapter was perfect. It goes back and forth between being that director. I have to be a networker sometimes, just like Mm -hmm, you, Susan. mm -hmm. Um, And then being more of an analyst. I have those qualities. I kind of have all of that together. So you're right. I think it is me and I love being me. So Adapter is perfect. That's great. I love being me. Oh, I think that's awesome. And thank you for your service, by the way. Sure. Yeah. So as we think about that journey that you've been on, um, so we've heard a little bit about your style. What do you think when you think of other leaders is the characteristics of a great leader? I think the best characteristic of a great leader is focused listening. Okay. So we talk a lot about listening to people. Mm -hmm. Um, I think adding the word focused in front of it is really important. Mm -hmm. There's many times when we're listening, but we really are thinking about the next thing we want to say, or we're listening and we're thinking, oh, they're wrong. 
I need to prove to them I'm correct. But focus, trying to turn off internal thought and truly listen to somebody. And in addition to focus, focus is a visual term. So when you're listening to someone, and it's hard in this environment when we're not physically together, Mm -hmm. but also watching the person, reading the body language, um, seeing the emotion behind what they're saying, I think that's the biggest um, trait that a leader can have today, focused listening. All right. Yeah, it can be interesting when you say that about like body language, when you're hearing some words, but it it doesn't match, you know, they're not smiling, right? They, you know, the hands are clenched or some, something's going on. So right. uh, it's important for leaders to, I guess, think about that presence, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As you flip that and think about the opposite, like what, what is the thing that you've seen get in the way of good, good leadership um, on the other side, in your opinion? The examples in my life of what I perceive as mm-hmm. bad leadership mm-hmm. all stem around selfishness of the leader. Okay. Um, selfishness of the leader would be they want to look good in front of somebody else. They want to win at all costs. They are willing to make decisions that do not make sense because that's what they want to do. Um, so I think being selfish uh, is the worst trait of a leader. However, sometimes a leader does need to make decisions that maybe aren't selfish, but might be perceived as selfish, um, as long as they can justify what those decisions are. Um, I think they're okay, but selfishness. Um, I'm, the, I'm wearing a bar on my collar. Respect me because of this. Ah. I think that's a very selfish way of leadership. It's title versus kind of maybe owning it. Um, earning it, maybe earning I it. Say? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, it, just so many observations, and people don't always realize it when they're in, in those leadership roles that everybody's always watching. Yeah, <laughs> and they're reading between the lines. Yeah, absolutely. So you need to be careful of what you're saying between the lines. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thanks for that reminder. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you mentioned your parents early yep. on. Yep. Um, I want to ask you about um, a, a person who's had a tremendous impact on you as a leader, perhaps a mentor, um, impact that, you know, has affected your leadership journey. Yeah. So other than my mom and dad, um, there is a man who has passed away. Unfortunately, it was unexpected several years ago. Uh, but he was involved in my church. And for um, when I was the president of our church um, preschool, I also served on the uh, budget and finance group, so um, which was fun. interesting, <laughs> and the church council. Um, and the man, his name was Bill Evans, and he would attend all of these meetings. He would know the information front and back. He reviewed the agenda, he reviewed the budgets, he reviewed all the stuff before he sat in the chair. And so many times I see people, they just show up to a meeting and that's the first time they're really Mm -hmm. reviewing any of this stuff. Because of his preparation, the questions that he asked were incredible. And the way he asked the questions and the way he followed up on the questions by asking more questions 
really stood out to me as a great example. He also had the courage to ask the questions that no one else wanted to ask. Uh, so Bill Evans, I think, was a great mentor to me with that. He doesn't even know that I think he was a great mentor. Now Aww. he's in heaven, and he'll Aww. know now, but um, awesome. he was a great mentor. The other one is uh, Dr. Janet Gullickson mm-hmm. at Germana. Um, I was on the board of directors when she started as okay. president. Yep. Um, and I, I have found it fascinating watching her and her team, her mm-hmm. leadership team, manage the change in Germana, not only what was necessary at the time when she began as the president, but also through emergencies like sure. COVID sure. and a few years ago, funding issues through mm-hmm. the state of Virginia, um, but how she has almost changed the brand of Germana. Um, I find that incredible, and I wish I could get inside her mind. Well, um, she's going to be on a, a future program here. Awesome. So we'll let her know. I'll be listening. Uh, Brooke, Brooke would like to get inside your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just for an hour. That's yeah. all I want. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be like, wow, Brooke, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, think about early on in your career, too, as, as folks are coming up, what advice would you give someone just starting in a leadership position um number one listen um Ah, focus listening that number one is listen and so even if you're not ready to participate let's say you're on a board of directors um and you've been asked to serve on that you've never done that before i think just sitting and just listening to the conversation observing who's who observing um who you think you would be able to sit down with and they can mentor you. Find some mentors inside that board or outside of the board. Um, that's one thing I love about Leadership Fredericksburg is mm-hmm. th- though we are assigned mentors, it really solidifies the fact that having mentors in your life is really important. Also, I think having a personal board of directors yeah. is important. Yeah. So having people outside of your leadership role help give you advice. Um, I call on my husband a lot. Um, I talk to my parents a lot. They're obviously not directly involved in these sure. organizations, but they give great advice and they're part of my personal board of directors. Um, get to know the other people um, outside of the board of directors um, or the leadership role. That's mm-hmm. kind of hard. But at the same time, you need to set boundaries. Uh, right. You don't want to be best friends with the people you're trying to lead mm-hmm. um, because you need to have boundaries. And learn how to make decisions. Learn how to make decisions as a, as a group and have the discipline to support the decisions, whether you agree with them or not. I think those are very, very important pieces. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's great stuff. Can can you imagine if if right at the beginning of your journey someone had sat down and shared some of those nuggets with you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been good. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. It, it it truly is. Speaking of leading, and I think you've touched on it a little bit there. It it can be lonely, you know, when you mm-hmm. you know, okay, parents, these people, but what what is what's the most difficult part for you? Is he ba- you're balancing a lot. The most difficult part for me is setting the boundaries, not necessarily in relationships, mm-hmm. but in time and energy. 
though I'm an adapter, I'm also a perfectionist. So I'm an all or nothing type person. So when I say yes to something, I want to be 100% into it. Okay. Um, when I also have a business that I'm running and a family that I'm organizing and managing, um, organizations that I'm a part of, trying to work on my own health and well-being because I got to keep that up. Um, sometimes setting the boundaries is really, really hard. Um, I'm a people pleaser as well. Mm-hmm. So I want to make people happy. Um, I find myself pleasing people I don't know more than pleasing my family. Interesting. The first thing that could go out the window is, you know, I may not be home to meet the school bus on a day because I want to, I'm going to be in a phone call or, or meeting with someone else. So I've had to check and recheck myself, okay. making sure I have my priorities correct. And that has helped me with setting, setting the boundaries. I've also learned, especially in my career, which is 24 hours a day, seven days mm-hmm, a week, 365, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, um, communicating my boundaries to other people yes, and having the courage to do that. And you know what? People respect it. They do. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so I think that's the, the hardest part for me is setting the boundaries with time. Well, it sounds like you are so intentional with working through all these things. So I'm you working have to on be it. successful. <laughs> yeah. Working on it. Yeah. I find myself in a funk sometimes. So I go find a good book okay. that I need to read. I'm a self-development mm-hmm. and a business book reader. I'm not a novel reader. Um, find a nice podcast to listen to. Go yeah. out on a walk. Get out in nature. It kind of helps me reset Um, If I know I'm getting ready to have a tough conversation or there's going to be a change in something um, positive or negative, I'm very environmentally uh, sensitive. Mm -hmm. So one thing I do to kind of make it so I feel more organized and can set my boundaries even stronger, I organize. And I mean, you guys should see my desk. It is so perfectly organized today. Because I'm getting ready to do quarterly updates with my with my team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to make sure all the junk is what I'll call it is organized so that when I'm sitting down with my team, there's nothing else in my mind at the time. Uh, so fixing my environment really helps me with that as well. That goes back to your word focus. Yes. Focus really does sum up much of this conversation. Yes. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can believe it, we're already winding down our time together. Oh, wow. It goes by really fast. fast. It does. It's awesome. Let's think about it. Um, we, there's so many different things we could talk about. Is there something out there that you'd really like to share with listeners when you're thinking of this topic of leadership? I think, um, one question that, um, you emailed me ahead of time just Mm -hmm. as a, uh, Mm -hmm something to think about was um, is leadership only for people who have certain traits? Sure. And my answer is it is, it is not. Um, I believe in my faith tradition that we're all created in God's image and who is the ultimate leader. And that is God. So society tells us this is 
or society and the media tell us this is a leader here. Yes. These are the qualities you have to have. This is what you have to look like. This is what your home life is going to be like if you decide to be a leader. And I think leaders come in all shapes, all sizes, all personalities, all jobs. Just because you're not the manager at your company doesn't mean you're not a leader. Many of the leaders are the ones at the entry level. Yes. Um, So I think getting it in people's heads, making them realize that everyone is a leader somehow. And once you discover where you are a leader, you need to embrace that, cherish that, grow that, study that, and use it to benefit yourself and people around you in the community. So there's leaders all over the place. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, Brooke. Thank you. Our final question is if you have a favorite motto or saying that you'd like to share. Sure. (laughs) I know know you do. You probably have six, right? (laughs) So being a perfectionist, I can sometimes find myself not doing something because I feel I can't do it perfectly. Okay. Okay. So one of the things I have to keep saying to myself is the Nike slogan, just do it. And then I have a mentor that says, and add the following, just do it and just do it now. Okay. So doing things now, and I'm trying to teach my kids this, like put your laundry away, just do it, just do it now. Um, They hate that, but we're getting there little by little. Uh, But just do it, just do it now. Um, I carry a journal with me all the time. It's beautiful. It's pink. It's bright colors. It's not just pink. It is is hot pink. Neon. I love it. (laughs) Has my pineapple on it. Yes. Um, But anytime I think of something that needs Mm -hmm. to be done, I write it down. So this is an ongoing list of what needs to be done. There's no separation. Business, family, leadership, thoughts, um, I wrote organize for change right in there. Organize for change. It's all right in there. Um, so keeping tabs of your just do it things and get them done. There's a great book called getting things done. Um, and that's where I learned that from. Um, so just do it, just do it now is a good motto. But when I'm looking at kind of core values and what helps me make decisions, um, and try to focus on four different areas. One is uh, I love what I do and I love what I experience. So if I'm faced with um, a decision to make, if it doesn't support love, loving what I do, or mm-hmm. it doesn't support having a great experience, yes, then I will not do it. Um, loving the people that I'm around and loving the people that I do those experiences with Um that can pose a challenge. I may not know if I love them or enjoy them. So it makes me go out and seek more information about them. Um, so I can get to know them better and learn, learn to love them as well. Surrounding myself, um, with things and people that I love, I'm not going to go buy something at the grocery store. I try to live a life of excellence and everything. I'm not going to eat something if it doesn't taste good. I mean, I used to have to, but (laughs) Now I don't, I don't have to do that. Awesome. And then the number one is just loving myself, which means mm-hmm. taking care of myself, making sure I have as an introvert, you probably wouldn't realize that, but I'm an introvert. So having some alone time yep. every single day, 
Um, for me, exercise is really important. So exercising every day, uh, taking care of myself and what I eat, um, taking care of my appearance, yep. um, and doing the things that show myself that I love myself. And that probably has been the hardest thing for me to learn how to do that in my life. Good, good stuff. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of great information here, Brooke. Um, when I see you going forward, I'm going to think of focus. Okay. And just do it, do it now. Just do it, do I it mean, now. I mean, that's great. So I really appreciate you sharing your thoughts with us today. And uh, do look forward to seeing you very soon again. Yes. And um, again, this is uh, Susan Spears wrapping it up here with the Leader to Leader podcast. And our guest today was Brooke Miller, the owner and team leader with Brooke Miller Real Estate, Long and Foster Realtors. Thanks, Brooke. Thanks, Susan.